chapter nine of the story of edison and the wonders of electricity by frank mundell this librivox recording is in the public domain the telegraph from the time that edison boomed the daily paper that gave an account of the battle of shiloh until the present day he has always kept his eye we may say both eyes on the electric telegraph then it served him so well that he was forcibly struck with an idea that the telegraph was the best thing going it also led him to fully appreciate the wonders of electrical science nor do we wonder at this for in using electricity to send messages man has yoked and tamed for his service one of the swiftest and most subtle of all the forces of nature and the final result of this mastery over an element so powerful and so marvellous no man can tell in a recent speech the right honourable w e gladstone said that he had often thought that history would be better divided into compartments marked off by great discoveries than into reigns or royal lines speaking only of those of modern times he said you would have an epoch marked by the discoveries of gunpowder of the printing press and of the steam engine and those discoveries have had an influence infinitely more powerful not only upon the large collective destinies but upon the daily life and experience of a multitude of human beings than even the careers of conquerors or devices of the greatest statesmen in the list the last competitor is the science of electricity i think the historian of the future will recognise that there has been a larger influence on the destinies of mankind exercised by this fascinating discovery than even the discovery of the steam engine itself because it is a discovery that operates so immediately upon the moral and intellectual nature and action of mankind the electric telegraph has achieved this great result that it has assembled all mankind upon one great plane where they can see everything that is done or said and judge of every policy that is pursued at the moment the events take place by the action of the electric telegraph you have combined together almost at one moment the opinions of the whole of the intelligent world with respect to everything that is passing at the time on the face of the globe it is a phenomenon to which nothing in the history of our planet presents anything that is equal and the intensity of its power increases year by year regarding history from the standpoint of the statesman who said these words and who is himself one of the greatest makers of history who ever lived we must number edison among those epoch-making men before whose work the doings of kings and conquerors and politicians 
are but as lights and shadows on the landscape we have already noticed that edison did not invent the telegraph and that the wonderful power of electricity was known before he was born his improvements however have done much to perfect and increase the value of this wonderful invention the word telegraph means far writer and as its name implies it is an instrument for sending messages along wires to almost any distance by means of electricity it is therefore known as the electric telegraph at first the users of this system of communication were satisfied to send one message at a time on one wire but as business increased and newspapers multiplied better facilities were required edison's method of sending four separate messages two in each direction over a single wire at the same time was perfected in eighteen seventy four the experiments in connection with this invention were carried out at his works at newark then the apparatus was taken to new york and when finally ready communications were opened with boston the trial proved a success and the method was adopted in all parts of the country in one year it saved one telegraph company above one hundred thousand pounds he also devised what is called the harmonic multiplex telegraph which employs musical sounds made by tuning forks and reeds at each end of the line each fork or reed responds only to its note or pitch and by this arrangement edison has sent sixteen messages at the same time eight each way a still more striking device is that by which it is possible to telegraph from a moving train we know that on long journeys where trains run from one to two or more hours without stopping a plan is used by which the engine can obtain a supply of water from a long continuous tank placed between the rails but in that case a connection between the tank and the engine is made for the time being through which the water is forced in some such way a connection has been established between the moving train and the stations this device is ingenious but it is scarcely one to satisfy such a miracle worker as edison the marvel of his method is that no extra wire is required and no such connection takes place there is an apparatus in the railway carriage so arranged that from it the electric current passes through the air to the wires at the side of the line though not easy to explain to anyone who has not studied the telegraph we may say that the system is neither difficult nor costly and that it is now largely used messages have been sent through the air from the moving train to the wires 
a distance of five hundred feet there is no doubt that such an invention fitted up in all express trains would go far to remove the objections that many people have of being shut up in a moving railway carriage for lengthened periods and without the power of communicating with the outside world while in the prevention of accidents and the capture of criminals it is of the highest value the value of the electric telegraph especially to businessmen is beyond all calculation its importance however may be seen from the following facts in the united kingdom there were in eighteen ninety between seven and eight thousand officers postal and railway from which messages could be sent and two hundred thousand miles of wires during that year over thirty six million messages were sent the largest telegraph office in the world is at the london general post office where over three thousand operators are employed in the united states there were more offices and a greater length of wire but not quite as many messages then there are cables connecting all parts of the world of these fourteen cross the atlantic ocean a message of not more than twelve words may be sent to any part of the united kingdom for sixpence and across the atlantic on payment of one shilling per word for one shilling and ninepence per word a message may be sent across the atlantic and then across the continent of north america to the shores of the pacific ocean a distance of more than five thousand miles a message has been sent across the atlantic to america and answered in less than a minute but this was simply between the office on this side and the office on the other side there is however an instance of a message being sent by cable from new york to london ordering certain business to be done six minutes afterwards a reply was received in new york intimating that the order had been complied with End of chapter 9